my ten minute podcast for my wedding. It was a I, I haven't I haven't had a ten minute. That was more of a barnstorming. It was. Episode. It was. So tonight's a special episode, though. <laughs> tonight's a special evening. It's a. It's a political roundtable. Yeah, I saw how he named it Meet the Rattler. Meet the Rattler. Right? I was thinking That's more like like, like maybe the Blumstein group. Or oh. The now <laughs> The Blumstein group. No. Only if they shoot four. <laughs> so it needs to be Stan Feld group. Get him to host slope it. Forum. Ski slope. So Face the ski slope. So the, 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 yes. uh, the, the gist of this, right, is to, to air out, or not really air out, but discuss our political differences and see if we can make some uh, some headway. In terms of uh, where our nation is and where it should be going, and uh, see if our differing views aren't so different after all. And, and I think we should be successful. The last time we talked politics, mm-hmm. right. I think that we came from various perspectives and we solved the immigration. I problem. think we resolved it. We resolved immigration. One of them we resolved while we were doing the podcast. Right, one was during a break. But I think healthcare. immigration was healthcare. Sending, we took care during the break. During the break. And right. uh, but I, I think I may have mentioned to you. And and before we get started on new stuff, I want to go to. Some old business. Mm. I have two bones to pick with you, Mr. Bender. Please, please do. All right. Pick no, your bones. All right. So so number one, uh, some time ago, uh, you on this podcast had this narrative about how Obama was so lazy. And I you said did. something on Facebook. In what way? Just uh, generally lazy, generally not a lazy disinterested. And he put his feet on the desk. And I made a comment on Facebook. And you said, well, save it for the ski slope. So I did that, number one. And you sent me an article Mm -hmm. by a guy named Mark Thiessen. Mm -hmm. And I looked at Mark Thiessen. And I looked at, like, at that time, like 20 titles of articles. And they all had Obama and something negative in it. And he appears regularly on the Sean Hannity show. So to me, that's not in any way, that's editorial. That's advocacy. That, that could be. That's I don't, I don't that remember. Let me, let me, let me, let me respond. Opinion, are you? I, 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 I don't remember the context of why I sent the article, but. Needless to say, the, the, the photo of him with the shoes on the desk, to me, yeah, I, speaks I, volumes of disrespect. I, and, I, and, and it's something, because the only way you can really analyze it is, if I were the President of the United States, is that something I would do? I think that's I would, possibly, I would. I, I would, would absolutely do it. it. I would. To my to feet me, up on the desk? I, I'm not no, a fan of With your shoes on? Yeah, It's trivia. It's not even anything. But trivia has become the news. Well, that's a problem as well. Vote number two. Yeah. And not again, nothing big. But when you guys were had your podcast not long after the Freddie Gray homicide, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you were talking about the mother who went out to the street and started hitting her son. Right. And you said, oh, well, the liberals, you know, want that woman to be arrested. And you threw out a comment. Yeah, like Ed. Wait, I said that? You did. Really? Because yeah, I, I don't think, if anything, I don't, we were in the like same, same yeah, I don't, position. I, I don't recall saying that. No, but, but some of you were saying that. Ed believes she should have been arrested. Well, actually. no, you see, but actually... <laughs> Of the people you know, who knows somebody like that woman and somebody like that boy? I do, because I'm a teacher in the Bronx. So I love that mother, because I know that if I call her... I think we all love that so mother. Did we, didn't we, yeah. didn't we but no, no, you're saying that, but you were making it like, oh, liberals like Ed, and you said like Ed. I don't recall that. I don't think. Really? I don't think well, so. Well, we could go back. Well, Ed, first, I'll go are back, you, I'll are go you, back you, and tip on that. I'd be really surprised if I said <laughs> liberals like Ed. And, and if you, you, it was a throwaway it. comment, and maybe you didn't, you know, I'm not saying that you thought about it a lot, but I think that our experiences shape our opinions a lot. 
so of I'm just saying that. Ed is a libertarian. So am I. I that's what happens. I, I so wouldn't even say I'm a libertarian. What either. would you say I, you are? Let's Ed, start there. Ignorant slut. I would say that <laughs> Wait, let me let me just end. I don't want to. I don't want to leave with this concept that I somehow said. Left you know, the hanging. Well, well, Ed, Ed would want this woman in jail. And she's, I'm not that you said that, but I will go you back and take the because I'm, I'm really curious to know what the context was of the com- if the comment was said first of all, and what the context of the comment was. I think was. it was just you know like a throwaway line, but you were saying that there were, you mentioned the liberals, and maybe when you think of liberals, maybe the first person that came into your head was me. And I certainly don't. I'm going to go, go on record name. right now. I will be shocked if that's what I said, and I specifically referenced you. Okay. I'm an apology if that's the case. And I don't want Not an apology. I'm just we'll no, 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 in posterity. We'll go check I, it I after. want that checked. Fact You're going to hear the edit in the tape, right? And what about Fred? Jed, Ned, Ted. There's a lot of them. All right, we'll check that out. So those are my two All right. Maybe he meant Ed Terrell? I don't think that Terrell would have been that liberal. Do you consider yourself a liberal, Ed? No, I consider myself uh, somebody who looks at things. Uh, I think I, I lean more left, but I don't think that I'm that predictable. And I think because I have a knowledge of the sweep of history that I try to see things more in context and not in the extreme. I don't think anybody would say, like if you said, Howie, do you consider yourself a conservative? I, don't, I think people are really hesitant to say yes. I am. Like, I think everyone's sort of like, no, I'm sort of a certain way on certain issues and another way on another issue. People don't people like. People are comfortable. I don't think people like to the, listen that. to the election. He's not a true conservative. Trump isn't a conservative. Yeah, but, but that's but that's discussing an other. I think when you discuss yourself, you, you don't like to be pigeonholed well, into it's, a particular. It's true, but I would Fair say enough. that I don't like to be pigeonholed because I think I lean in a certain direction, but I think that I'm not as predictable as as Moose. As no moose, as actually could be as a libertarian, there are things that mm-hmm. he's is that what you consider yourself a libertarian? Is that the I don't consider myself a conservative. Okay, I consider myself a libertarian, a free thinker, so to speak. Now, granted, most of my thoughts do lean towards the right, and what is correct. I would As say the far right. right. Why do you think they thoughts. call it right? Well, a lot of that I do just to inflame the crowd. Well, well there might be some of it's it called is bluster, troll. and I've known you a long time, so I, I, I understand and respect bluster. the bluster. Why, it seems uh, to be very I, I have a question. It seems to me I have, I mean, my, my stream on, on uh, Facebook is, I'm sure, more to the left than to the right. Yet the only ones who put those meme things up are the people on the right. I don't see Mostly. many left, I, lefties. I get a lot of left. I don't memes. see them. You do? I do. I what are both. they? What do they say? Uh, like, you, know, the... you know, basically, you know, it's the, the Republicans, you know, want to kill people. I mean, it's, it's those types of things. I, mean, it's I not... guess I see them. They're a little more subtle. They're not quite as, um, they're just more like the words just written out a little more and like, uh, so flowery, yeah, they just look a little different. No, I, I'll go look it up. Grammar's better. No, they're just not like educated. a face of like Obama with a Nazi next, like with uh, Hitler next to him. You don't tend to see that on the left. No, I no, I do. I got a lot of right. that with Trump, now, a lot of Trump lately. A lot of Trump Nazi comparisons, right? right. And I but think that's true. That's I think true. comparing to Hitler is always a bad thing. I would say once you start God's God's gonna blow unless you're committing genocide, we probably should not compare you to Hitler. And and I think that that's the biggest problem with our discourse today is the utter lack of civility in both our pundits, our politicians, and our citizens. You know, we don't 
Because it's all one big reality show. Well, can I, that's true. Can I make one comment that's about that? That's what it is right mm-hmm. now for everybody. There is no fact anymore. That's the point. And you know what? Even supposedly uh, thoughtful institutions, they just fucking print anything, and then they maybe go back and correct it later. I'm talking on all sides of the spectrum. Sure, right. It's it's a uh, the social media world the we live in. Twenty four hour news cycle. It's not even, not even that. News. It's ten it's, seconds. It's, people have Twitter and Facebook, so there are people that are like witnessing events happening real and time. And it's got to be so tempting if you're a reporter to be like the first unconfirmed the reports right. say this. Well, and that, and that's when Bruce says that there's no facts. If we look when we were kids, right? Everybody watched one of the three networks. They read a major daily newspaper, and people agreed on what the facts were. Right. right. There were different opinions. Right. But everybody was reading from the same. We're getting because it took from the a while place. for the facts to be. And there were gatekeepers checking stuff. And today, you know, if you watch Fox, you're going to think like Fox. If you watch MSNBC, you're going to think like MSNBC, and you're just you're not even getting different opinions. You're getting different facts. So, so do you, you don't even agree yeah, you're on validating that. your own bias. And then so, when right. you bring on, like you're saying, Twitter and Facebook, it's just multiplying and, and speeding it up. So that's where I think this lack of civility is coming from. Because we're just I like, that. no. Can that ever be re-harnessed, though? It can't. No. It, it would, can't. It it can't. Would, I think it's it out of the bottle. It, yeah. The it would take exceptional leadership from our political class to, you know, if they didn't respond to it like that, it might begin to trickle down. And it's not happening in the future, but we would need an outstanding, you know, leadership and people who are able to talk to each other and not demonize each other like they do. No matter who wins this next election, it's going to be another polarized. If Hillary wins, the right is going to absolutely. And if, I, I mean, Trump, I don't know what, I want to talk about that because I don't even know what to imagine if Trump wins as president. Can I ask, can I, ask, I just want to follow up on, on, on two things yeah. that you brought up before we get to that. First, on the, on the political discourse issue, I, I agree with everything that Ed said. But I think there's another element, too. I, I, I feel like there's an emotional component to the left's distaste of the right that basically comes down to people on the right are mean, bad people. Like like that, that that their intellectual positions on certain issues are founded upon hating black people or not wanting immigrants to succeed or just, just that it, it actually stems from hate. And to me, that's such a defeating concept to bring into the conversation right off the bat because then a lot of your time, like I've had political discussions on Facebook and things, and, and like the first thing I have to do is almost sort of say, listen, I'm not... You know, I, I'm not doing this out of greed. I don't think that the budget needs to be balanced because I'm greedy and don't want to pay more taxes. It's not where I'm coming from. I think it's, I think it's an issue that needs to be dealt with. And I don't know if there's a um, uh, something similar to that the way the right thinks about the left. I don't. I don't say the left. I mean, it's I think the left. But, but here's people. I think why the right has to right now deal with that. That most people don't. But there are not a tiny majority of people in the Republican Party, who are very xenophobic, who do, who are bigoted. I'm not saying all, mm-hmm. but a, a significant enough portion that a lot of the candidates, you know, feed into that. Because they have no choice. If they want to win. And they've been so winning. they're talking to, in many ways, the most bigoted part of the party. And that's why it's sort of easy to make that connection. 
Like you have think... you have that. On but the why? Left why do you see? Here's where I go. Why? Why do you make yes. that assumption? Like what? What makes you assume that there's this bigotry that exists on the right that doesn't exist on the because left? Because the press I'm not covers not, it. I'm not more. saying that there's no bigotry on the left. But, but, but I'm but, saying I think there's a more significant portion of it on the right, a more visible see, portion on the this right. Is, this is the issue that I always have to deal with. No, like why? Do you, why do you think that? Because of what I see, and I and, and, I mean, just and, look at just look at the. Why do you see it though? And what are you because saying? That's what, what they're reporting. It's more no, listening. Because, listen to the radio. Give me specifics. Give me what people come on and say. I don't want. I, I, I hate niggers. I don't want Mexicans in my computer. Yeah, pretty much without saying that word. Telling yeah, Mexicans you don't hear to that go on, back to their no, Mark Levin. No, I don't hear people calling up and be bigots. I don't. I, I you know, I, I hear the hosts being bigots. I do. Yeah, I, I do too. I so. mean, not that Have I listen. I, I listen, listen to Mark Levin. That's about radio all I listen to. Yeah, serious uh, well, stuff. No, not at all. Who do you consider? Who is there? Right. It doesn't succeed. Really, but it doesn't succeed. Well, you have to ask. They tried to do it, right? They couldn't even do it. They couldn't even support it. Now, does that mean the majority of Americans are bigots? No, I didn't say I, that. Well, if I said, I would argue we all have an inherent, yeah, there's bias and bias and, yes, and but now, now it's wordplay. But bigotry right, to me is bigotry and bias are different. Really, you have you don't wish the other party well, right? That to me is bigotry. Like, right? Or you think so badly of those people in a in an open way. Bias is a little bit more well, insidious it, thing. Is it a bias or is it racist to say that? I don't think Mexican. Should just be allowed to free flow. Not even Mexican immigrants, and because and they come from Mexico, let's define immigrants. All right, they've cleverly turned it where you think someone is an immigrant, and you think, okay, great, they're an immigrant, but they forget the first word that should be attached to that, which is an illegal immigrant. Uh, so there is a agree. big difference between legal immigration and illegal immigration. Uh, I don't think nobody argues with that, and I think. If you want to blame anyone, you yeah, should blame, blame the corporations, or, in my opinion. Well, I don't know why we don't just go after any company that hires an illegal immigrant. Right. Isn't it that simple? You know, and I problem? hate to say it. I know that would solve it a lot sooner. Look, to me, it's like if you have a problem with bugs, you, you know, you don't just try to kill each individual bug. You're going to take away the piece of sugar that's bringing them. So then and that's the corporations. Okay, you could say that. And it, it, it has been proven that illegal immigration increases when the economy is going well. Sure. Yeah, because somebody's got so to So the one good thing jobs. you've had with it's, Obama it's, it's, it's no Mexicans are coming. is that the, you listen to different statistics, they say the economy is good, some say the economy is bad. That's the other thing. You can't even trust the statistics anymore. Yeah. Well, and that's when they come out. It's always no. the case with statistics. Yeah. Well, statistics yeah, but still, there's definitely political hedging now on statistics. Right. I mean, and they may have always been. So I, I shouldn't think say so. now. It has always been. Right. I mean, as far as like, when the labor number comes out and gets readjusted, like every single time, two months later, downwards. It's, every, like, it's ridiculous. I yeah. agree. It's like I don't trust most of the statistics. But when put you look out at most economics, it's the numbers are very malleable. Absolutely. You know. So, and that's not a new thing. This is something going back to as far as we've been keeping economic records. I, I agree. And further. Back to Hamilton. Uh, Let's jump back into the fray. Uh, Engelman. Ed. Rick Hamilton. <laughs> so we could go back to could, could you envision Donald Trump being our president? What, what would the reality of that really be? Because I don't think it's necessarily as bad as what I, I fear personally as someone who's in the middle, I don't like Ted Cruz one bit and I would 
I would vote for Trump over Ted Cruz to become it's, the president. It's an interesting statement if it came down to those two. And who I happen would you to vote like for? Ted Cruz. Fair enough. I don't. Uh, if you look at Donald Trump and cut away his act, he's he actually, runs his businesses very well. They're very conservatively run businesses, and they do well. He treats his employees incredibly well. I don't. I don't know that much about Trump's business to, to comment. Well, no, I. We all see I know people who, who work successful. for him. My grandparents lived in a Trump building, and down the block from the Trump village in, in Brighton but, Beach. But so, somebody posted something again. This is maybe one of those memes, you know, that we're talking about. But somebody posted something. They said if Donald Trump had taken his father's money and just invested it in, in the S and P five hundred, yeah, so he would have right, done he better. Had a lot more than. You know, running his yeah, business. Yeah, I mean, listen, he has, he did build then a great he business, been a dilettante. but his work, his dad gave him a million dollars to get started. It's a lot, I mean, give him credit, but it's a lot easier to do it when you're standing on a million dollars. Absolutely. And connections, long connections in the real estate business. His father was the But biggest. you can't fault him for that. No, but no, I'm no, just I saying, fault him I don't for fault that. him either, but, you know, he's, there are other people who, you know, I have more admiration for what they built because they really did. Start from nothing and at the bottom. I'm not disagreeing with so you. So it's great what he's done. Other people have also done it. You know, it's... it's you know, oh, sure. None are as they flamboyant. None, none have the, uh, his the, flamboyance the is something. ability the, to, to work the, the press and to work media the way this guy does. He the best of Warren Buffett and Kim Kardashian. He's done great. And he's been doing it for 30 years now. I mean, yes, Trump, he has. Trump had he's, books out. 30, I remember he's in 85, he was coming out in the woman ring and self-promotion. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's a Barnum and Bailey marketer. No doubt about it. So what happens if he becomes president? Does he just completely change his tune and just start I th- operating I as, think a, he, as a more he, normal he re- operator? He, has he, rely, he relies on other people. I think hopefully he just del- he would, delegates. He would get the best people in the best positions. And I, I would think militarily, he would, he would listen to the generals and whatever they say, he's going to approve unless it's, you know, I guess he makes the end decision. But I, I think he's going to give them a lot of discretion. And I would think he would do the same thing with uh, with other appointments, that he would basically be the figurehead above it all and other people would make yeah, it. Does the president really, though, have that much power? It's limited. I mean, that's the way that we wrote our yes. Constitution. And by the way, even a president who is a disaster, and I'll disagree with your assessment of Obama later. Uh, but he, I never said he I, was a disaster. That's what I said later. I uh, said he should never have been the president. Well, that's a, then we could disagree on that later as well. And is uh, he an illegal immigrant? I'll, I'll bring that into the mix. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be. Do you have a copy of his birth certificate? Uh, sure, everybody does. See, I'll that, go on record uh, saying I'm curious to know if he got into college and law school as a former. That's student. how the oh, subject God. gets. Why? See, why, whenever why, I hear this that, stuff, why, this becomes why? so trivial. Because, because, because we never talk about this about any other president. You could do that about a- any uh, person. No, you can't. I could go weave a hundred things to question about your legitimacy. Did you really get into Fordham without your dad? I caught you. But I didn't freeze my records. I didn't say you can't see how I you I didn't say you can't see my records, how I got into school, how I was admitted, who paid my tuition. I, I, I haven't Is put, that something typically well, disclosed it, it, by yes, all of the presidential being candidates? Being yes. I'm sorry, Howie, it's being a birther when you go down that road. I'll be I a birther then. I'm not gonna be discouraged by, by being called a name all right, oh, when when there's there's fine. significant proof that's that shows that that's no, a possibility. There's, there's no proof that it's, it's, it's there's proof that it's a possibility that your dad paid your way into Fordham. Not if I disclose my records to Fordham and they show that he gave him money under the table. Okay, well, you know what? But there's nothing about anything about it. That's a stupid analogy. 
there's nothing on my transcript or admission record that would ever show that. So that's simply innuendo. There are checks. But, but for him, checks, for, him for him getting into either his college or his law school, there is a record of how he got admitted, whether it be as a foreign student who paid for his tuition. I, I'd be curious to know those things. There's, and, the, and he's, and and he's putting the kibosh on it. it. No. There's so, there's so much evidence that there are people who saw him when he was a baby and he was born. Nobody saw him the, born. Where did they see him? In, in Hawaii, the former governor said he, he knew the Obamas. He remembers when they had the baby. I can't even go down the road of um, the... Listen, I'm not even of, talking about uh, the birth of Obama. Thing. I'm talking about his, how did he get into the schools he got into? Well, what's, what's, he wasn't a great your, student. He wasn't what a great is, student. Is, he was the, the president of the, of the law journal at Harvard University. So you think he lied? You, you're admitting that he's an American, but he was the first president of the law review not to write and publish anything. I, I, that's something that I'll have to check have the no records. If, if I, if I couldn't interject on, on here, feel free. Uh, you thought Moose was going to be the wild card. I don't think we should be talking about Obama. <laughs> I agree. He's, he's done. I'll yeah. talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, true. He's still got another year. All right. We can sit here and discuss Obama another time and everything he did incorrectly or correctly. But Obama is the past day. You have to get over Correct. it. All right? Well, you know. He's the president now, and now he's. Not going to be the president. I, I agree. This happens. Eight years is long enough for everybody. For all politicians, it should be. There well, shouldn't be anyone sitting in the I think, Senate. I think if the president, I think if the president is term limited, then it's reasonable for all politicians. There should be term limits. And by the way, I think that we should even think about whether or not we want Supreme Court justices for four years. Or, you know, or at least age cap that. Well, that's supposed you know, there's, to there's, there's uh, uh, prevent them from being influenced. Well, I, I understand guess. that, but you could, they could still not be influenced if you put a 30-year cap or like an 80-year-old cap on it. Right. That wouldn't be influenced. Yeah, but if he's still... Uh, or, or given, you know, if they refuse to give co- cognitive testing, and if they don't pass the cognitive testing... Well, I don't then, even think it's that. I mean, John <laughs> Paul Stevens was 90-something years old. He wrote a great book that I read this past year. I guess year. he's saying he'd pass those tests. Right. Right? He would have passed those tests, but I just think that it's not good to have people in office for 40, 50, I would agree with that. Absolutely. Years. It becomes a profession. Uh, you know, and never meant and, to be and that's why I right. think that you're appointing people, and this, I'm not pointing at any presidents here, but, you know, let's look at the example of Paris Thomas, was like 40-something years old when he got appointed to the court. To me, the Supreme Court should be the end of your career, not your career. You should have already accomplished great things, and that's why you go. I would say it's about a president. <laughs> Well, that's the problem. The career versus but president is a different thing. You have to ask yourself, why aren't the best people running for president? Why is that? Well, who are the it's best such people? a hassle. Who wants who to be Who would ever want to be exposed? If you could pick exactly. any American to be president right now, who would that be? If you could pick anyone? Any American, not running. I mean, I have any a American. Uh, Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> you know, the immediate knee-jerk response is a guy like Bloomberg. Who, if he was running, I'd probably be voting for him. I, I think he's a reasonable person. I would he has say experience. He's he's not liberal by any stretch. He's a liberal he's by stretch of issues, though. He's a little. He's a little, He's very non-libertarian in terms of the food thing. Yeah, he did one thing you that have to actually divide I just, social liberals. And you can't agree with somebody on everything, you know. Right, no, right. Well, he, he did do never. one thing that I find just just reprehensible. Basically, just voting himself in for his yeah, third, third term. Yeah, that, that third term thing was terrible, was, and, and it was a it was a bad deal. And that's what we that's why we have De Blasio because, now because they voted for it because sure. they got to stay longer. So of course they voted. for and it. And that's why she got she was the Republican nominee, and, and or listen, whatever uh, her name uh, was. 
Uh, I don't like, uh, I, I think Bloomberg's an interesting choice. I don't like him as a teacher because he was, I felt, hostile to my union, not adversarial, but beyond that. But that's, because I disagree with him on that doesn't mean I didn't like him for other things. I was able to look at all of the issues. The person I would pick for yeah, president, would you pick? Colin Powell. Why? Uh, number one. Because he was a nice-looking black guy? No, because... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Damn, it's coming from the right. coming from the right. No, that's the, that, that was a Jackie Mason line about <laughs> David Dinkins many years ago. He's a, you know... Uh, what do you say? He's a sponsor who looks good in a tuxedo. That's why right. uh, that was Jackie Mason's line about <laughs> David Dinkins. He might have been a good no, president. But, but, you never know. But Dinkins? The, the thing I like Dinkins. about... The thing <laughs> I like about Colin Dinkins Powell, wasn't a horrible... Everyone got a bad rap. No, he was, he was unqualified. He was part of this... Well, he was part of the machine. He, at was, the time. he, was, he was a media. It was his turn. That, that right, and he was lucky because he was running against three white Jewish guys, and they split the vote, so he got in there. But that's another thing altogether. Can I just say now because that triggers my my uh, recollection of who I would want to be president, although he's uh, passed away. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. Ed Koch. It would be like Trump. Yeah, he's you a little know, like so a, he's a lefty Trump. Trump. Thing. Yeah, he's a little bit it of was a showman, Ed Koch. Yeah. Well, but you ask why Powell? He's not extreme in either direction. He's not somebody who's going to go too far to either side. He's respected, I think, by almost everybody in Washington for the most part, except for some uh, neocons. Uh, and I like just that. I, I remember when uh, two thousand eight when he went on Meet the Press with Tim Russer and uh, endorsed uh, Obama. And he was talking about, I remember uh, John McCain was talking to a woman who said, like, he's an Arab, he's a Muslim. And John right. McCain was, no, man, yeah, he's not. Just, uh, right. And so Colin Powell says, look, you know, President Obama is not a Muslim. But what if he was? So what? And I thought that the way he looked at things was like, we shouldn't even go to that type of bigotry He's not a Muslim, but if he were, that wouldn't disqualify well, that, him. That, that is, the next, that is the next step. Because like, everyone gets upset when they say, oh, he's a Muslim. And it's like, well, what if he was? Like, right. why, why is calling someone a Muslim? And, and, and I insult? really like that answer because he wasn't just, oh, he's a good guy. He defended Obama. He, he did take the next step and then, you know, sort of called out bigotry. I think that he's somebody who's not in, you know, he's not looking for either political party to support him. That's why I would like him. The same reason with Bloomberg. All right. That's fair. And he knows the military. I think we need and someone with more. Even have listened to him. I don't know if the word gravitas is right. He's obviously a very serious he's got guy. The gravitas. He doesn't have maybe I, the pizzazz. He doesn't. I don't, I don't feel he has. That's the problem. I don't no, I, think, that, I actually no think we need candidates. that now. I think we need somebody with a little more well, of yeah. that like raw Trump. leadership kind of uh, there ability. Are no like, serious I get why people like Trump. I really do. I, he's just saying things that most of the people. In this country, I have a think, sociological I think theory most of the Trump. people. I think I, there are. I, people, I think there's a significant number. Are you of people. not shocked by no, the I, number I of think, people that just flat out? I mean, most people are for ban Muslims from coming in this country. I'm very surprised. And by that. temporarily, while the visa it. program gets restructured, so that we know we have the right. I would say if you add that to it, you'll get even a more of a majority was, when you say it with. The qualifier, but that's what I think. But I think that's, that's what, people, what Trump but that is said. Trump I actually agree so with I don't Ted think you can, you can then extend what he's saying beyond what. Well, that, you know, he start well, and and what he does is he starts out by just saying the raw top line comment. Let me ask you a question. And then he starts putting qualifiers. If there was on a it. radical Jewish group yes. out of Israel that was like similar to ISIS, okay, right, and the fundamental Judaism, and they were killed, beheading people, killing people. And you're an American citizen here. You've lived here. Everything else is the same. 
And the United States proposed a ban on Jews from outside the country coming into the United States until they could figure that out. Right. Would you be that offended by that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you'd have you to. Yes. I wouldn't be. Why? Because I don't think, I, listen, I think that, is it fair to investigate Muslims right now? Yes. I would rather we took more of that money into human intelligence, both here and overseas, and find out who's radicalized, than massive data collections where we're collecting more information than we can look at, then, you know, I, I would rather, yes, we need to go after I think we have faith in a this. data system that doesn't exist. No, I would agree with you there. I, I don't think, think we need the data system like that because I think that it's too much data. I think we need to target who we're looking at. And if that means having an agent we, who's undercover in a mosque, I don't have a problem with that. I think we that. are not all being honest with ourselves. What do you mean? We are going to be fighting extremism in some form for as long as my son and his kids are alive. By the way, Thomas Jefferson fought uh, Muslim pirates. Okay, so even further in, in my in, point. In 1800. If we look at were it kidnappings of the Theodore Roosevelt. If we look at the <laughs> no, impact. that was a movie. The actual <laughs> reality. Impact pirates of Penzance. That this type of terrorism is having on our, in our world, the number of deaths that are going to really occur, it's really not that many. I, and I'm I not agree. saying we accept it for this I, reason I agree. one bit. But it's kind of like how we look at like almost plane crashes. We get all crazy. One plane goes down. Two hundred people die every single year from plane from major right. plane there is, crashes. There is something, but to be there's said. gazillions of people dying in car crashes, walking across the street. Nobody gives That's a fuck. You're going to go off and do that. We're doing the same thing with this with this militant uh, jihadist. Muslim extremism. If you just said, listen, these guys are going to be a pain in the ass. They're going the to be coming. Wake up about it. We're going to invest in our homeland and secure right. but our it. Does, but it doesn't make sense. I would much rather see that. But for us to go to war over this, that's how I really feel. This is insane. I would, We're going to have so many more of our troops killed to not have far less people die over the next 30 years. And, and, it's and it doesn't do anything. We, the only comeback. That's I'm correct. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm go ahead. I'm sorry. If we sent huge armies over there, you know, it, we're fighting, we're killing mosquitoes they want with us guns. to come over there. I said, so exactly. Could... We're giving them what they want. Exactly. The, uh, Osama bin Laden was so happy with the reaction of America. It's exactly what he wanted to accomplish. It's the purpose of it all. Right. How do you know that? Well, this. I, I, I don't know that. Okay. Uh, Why? Well, because you just know that. that. But, but I'm hearing a lot of that. this. This is what ISIS wants. This is what Osama like. And, and again, this they goes back do to the want fact. a clash of civilizations. They have said that. They do, That's, but they, uh, they do. But they're they're, they're having that now, aren't they? It's not like we're stopping them from having that. So how does our engaging that battle then? Then make them because smile and, and make their day. Because I think they're because they're going to get to kill us while they're going down and training themselves to do it. They, I don't think even one American even soldier should be over there. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I, going into I, I Iraq that was a mistake. My, the only, the only let them kill each other. Well, you know what the problem is. I think listen, Bernie, that's the bottom Bernie line. And Trump but, agree but, on this. Let the them kill each other. I don't agree with killing each other. ISIS, they don't go after Israel, and the reason is well, they will because they know. That they will be dead, right? Well, now, right now they soon. will be. I mean, that's why that's why they're not doing that. But the problem is, Wait, everyone is afraid that they're going to get an atomic bomb well, or some sort of bomb. Everyone's going and to eventually. They, and when they explode the bomb in the middle of Times Square, and three hundred thousand people die, right? What happens then? Then what's going on now is going to look like a picnic in the park right. because then. 
people will just go and kill. Just, I just want to get back people. to the issue about us not They'll going to war. They'll just slaughter them. And I agree we shouldn't for national security purposes, but there's also this lofty thing about, you know, there are other human beings on the planet too. And if these guys are just terrorizing other human beings, then, then isn't there some obligation, maybe not on the United States part, but on the United Nations part, and us leading, leading that charge to, to stop these guys? I, I don't think that it's... Let me tell you something. If the Mexicans were threatening us in any way, we're fucking waiting for anyone from Europe to come over and help us. I'm going to go take care of it. The Middle Eastern countries that, are more threatened than we are by ISIS. I know they are. They need to step up and let their people exactly. go get into I, a war I, I, about I this. I Why do you think that doesn't happen? Like, I'm, and I don't have the answer to that. Like, why do you oh, think me. these other Middle Eastern countries don't really have? Because I think Muslims don't want to fight with Muslims, but they do fight. I don't know why they don't like, step up. And if they don't want to step up, why should we? I know. That's not the reason not to. If we I know, thought there was enough I, of a self-interest to go do it. We grew up in a time where, like, the United States is sort of the, uh, you know, we're the best country in the world, and we should, you know, we're like the big brother that should stop that. I don't want to. But, but I still don't brother. know, like, why, why we, why the world can't get together and and create a force to fight them? Listen, because they know the United States will do it. If we knew that our going in there was going to solve the problem, then I might agree with I you. I agree, but I don't think that. There is a right answer, and I think that our going in there is likely to cause more problems. I would agree with that. So too. I don't think that, that that's a realistic thing. And, and I'm sort of agreeing that the United States has been involved in helping countries. We have been one of the nicest imperial powers. We're an imperial power and we have been for nicest. many years. We're the only. The nicest. The nicest imperial <laughs> power because we have not generally been a, a nation of conquest. We've been a nation of interests. We don't take land. But we've not been a nation of conquest. We have not been a nation of enslavement. We've been a nation of expanding our interests for both military and commercial interests, which is not a terrible thing. And the bottom line, and if you can consider it a racist statement or not... I will. Well, go ahead. <laughs> the countries that we freed, let's say, or assisted before we got involved in the Middle East... Which countries are you talking about? The countries of Europe, Japan, these are countries that had a basis, A, in Western civilization and democracy, where, you know, we're going into these Arab countries. They've never had it. There's well, no such thing as democracy there. Viewers. Well, mm -hmm. you know, you're hey, also, everybody, you're also you're right there. in that, for example, that's why it was such a clusterfuck at the end of the Cold War, because we were like, okay, guys, be democracies. Right. And... That's why Russia became an oligarch, because, you know, the former government people went and stole all of the nationalized industries for the themselves. The KGB. KGB. Yes, KGB. yes. KGB. Secret moose, don't get Absolutely. Um, Sorry, so, comrade so, Howard. So you're right. The whole idea is like, now be <laughs> democratic. And every, almost every time we've said to an Arabic country, be democratic, who have they elected? Islamists. Islamist jihadists. Right, it's a catch. It's a catch twenty-two. But wait, yeah. is the, the perfect but we, example of Muslim Brotherhood. Why, why, why are we still in Afghanistan and American soldiers are being killed for absolutely no reason? I mean, I think six were killed yesterday. There, there's well, no we're there because as soon be as we leave, the Taliban comes back. Just like as soon as we leave any of these countries, right? Which is why I thought, like, listen, I think let it happen when, when we exactly. had control our own. Let it happen. Control I, the, our own I think world. The, I think the better. Yes, that's the second best alternative. The first best alternative is to have 
a na- a a worldwide force. What does that mean, this. though? What do you mean, like a special United Nations force that yes, goes in? Yes. Who's leading that force? Uh, we are. I mean, we're leading the, the getting it together. But after that, it's like it's a nice idea. Yeah, I know. Just, uh, I know yeah. it is, and I, and I realize it's sort of pie in the sky because it's not going to happen. But it seems to me odd. Like, Who's why do you have a United Nations? What's well, that? well, that's another question. Listen, the United <laughs> Nations is basically <laughs> has been ninety-nine percent a debating society, and I guess it's better to have a place for people to talk than not. Maybe this right re- the potential exists. Maybe this recent thing where all the countries came together and right, said, "You Syria. know what? ISIS first, Assad second was probably, in my mind, a good idea because if you're you're fighting both sides, who are fighting other people." That's seems, seems impossible. So I'll say we, we were better off with Saddam. Saddam, Gaddafi, Mubarak, and Assad. It might not be good for the people there, but like George Washington in his farewell address, take care of Americans' interests, we were better off with strong men in control of their countries because they kept the terrorists down. But he wore a wig. It's true. That's true. And he had you wanted a as wig. well. But he wasn't part of the Whig Party. Listen, no. I don't care if it's Caitlyn Jenner as long as they're doing the right thing. I don't care if they wear wigs, dresses, or whatever. It doesn't that, matter that to me. That will save for the day we discuss social issues. But, uh, Caitlyn but, Jenner. But we're still for, like, uh, just, just so we're clear, like drone strikes. We're still for this sort of, uh, not war, but we're still yeah. going to. I'm all good with take that. Them on. Go after terrorists. I'm all good with it. you got to okay. do what you got to do. At home and there. And. We don't need to know everything that's going on because we probably shouldn't. Because we you absolutely know, exactly. And as far as I'm concerned, well, that's the other thing I find really frustrating now. Because if we this know, this idea know it. that like the press and the people get to know everything, I don't want to know everything. I want to know that these guys are doing things and protecting us. You don't want to in hear ways anything. that if I know it, then I, I think the other <laughs> guys know it right, too. Exactly. I don't want to know it. I want them to take care of business and do it. We, right. we don't need the government Legal to within, announce within. every time they stopped an attack or, you know, they, you know, do your job. Well, they have well. to do that to show they're tough. They're tough on on terrorism because, and they and sh- I mean, because everyone is thinks Obama is secure. soft on it. Right. But he's killed. He's, he's been so much more, more aggressive with the drone program than Bush drones. ever was by right. a magnitude. I don't know yeah. if that's just that times led being easier to do it with the technology. And, and but Bush he's been was more, more fighting a regular war, right? Uh, they were fighting, fighting an actual. Enemy. So I think, which is like, if you are, and this an is interesting war. about this particular political election cycle. What you said before, I think we all agree. I don't want to be sending troops. You don't have to be on. On, on any side to get to the I want international to be sent, I policy. Want to be, right. My only caveat is I don't want to send in Americans American to handle troops. this. I want to yeah. send in Americans can be part of an international Absolutely. force. Nobody, so, anybody would fight people that. like what's going on, special operations, air support. You know, I don't think anybody... And I, that's would what's on, I would do right boots now. on the ground, too, if it's part of a overall... I would, too. International yeah, force. But I don't think so. I don't think... If there was a very large group and it required a little bit of us to show we're putting a few we can troops in... Listen, supply them were, with supplies and whatever yeah, they need. We don't have to, if though. If there were 30,000 Jordanians and 30,000 Saudis and 30,000 Egyptians, I'll send in 5,000 Americans. All exactly. right? That's how I... Exactly. You know? Okay. Uh, it's only twenty, thirty thousand of them, or whatever the number, right. the real so number saying, is. No, it, it actually right when you hear the, the number of people that are fighting for ISIS, it's like fifty thousand. And there are, I think, yeah, Bill Moore. That's lofty, actually. And, and, and Bill Moore put up that there are. He put up how many people are in the armies of the uh, it's millions. The, the um, more peaceful states. Probably there. five million. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's in the millions. I mean, like, they, 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 can't, they can't fill a football stadium. 
It's crazy. I mean, like, but they're just, you know, the reason we won't beat them so easily is they're just woven within the fabric. Of society. Yeah, it's not like, oh, they not signed the peace treaty and so They're loyal to their tribes. They're loyal to their Of course, the countries religion. are artificial. Yes. And listen, right. that's why. these problems right. happened, you know, in 1918, when at the end of World War One, Exactly. Idiot people in, from Britain drew in France through their lines. Without knowing what a Kurd was or a Sunni was or a Shiite was. That's why... When you look at it, Joe Biden, way back when, had the best solution for Iraq. Partition it. Right, exactly. Kurds, Sunnis, yeah, Shiites, the, federal I, district. There would be three different regions of can Iraq. Can we take a break for a second? We can. Yeah, sure. We'll be right back. Evan. Evan. <laughs> no, Henry. No, it was Evan. Evan? Yeah, it was Evan. It wasn't Henry. Henry, Henry, blew, Henry uh, blew up a toilet. Okay, so this is which going. is no shock when you see his memes that are even. Hey, Roy used to give us his wine. Not, not, not easily though. Are you ready to go live? Ready to do it. Ready and we're go. back. Are we back, sugar. This segment, yeah, my, my touchpad, is brought to you by Swago. Swago Cologne. I'll give you the word. All right, we're going. And we're back, and we are brought to you by, by our newest Swago sponsor. Cologne. Scratch and Smell like a legend. Which legend? I'm not going to tell you. Might be lippy. Smells like cobs. <laughs> what does it smell like? Which, which smells like cobs, yeah. Let me, let me smell a cob smell. That's like. Steve Jacobs for you younger campers. That don't know. I feel bad, because Steve Jacobs did... We, we must have talked about this. He, I remember him coming up one time, and we were like, this guy's like 35. What's he doing here? He was the greatest <laughs> cobs. I know. So I hear... Cobbs, we want John. He was the Geller of his generation. Oh, that's really? Is that he was not the just, Geller of his I'm generation. I'm just trying to relate to these youngsters. No, I don't think that's who they would understand. I mean, to, me Pete, to, Peter, to Peter's credit, he he was he had this mix of being the group part of the administration of the camp and still part of the camper side. Tough balance. Yeah, yeah. tough, tough, tough you, line to tell. I knew Cobbs. Cobbs was a friend. Geller was one of Cobbs. And right. you so ignorant slut. So where where were we? I think we I think we got we did solve the uh, the ISIS thing. Where right? We're not going to send in any troops. Unless Let's it's discuss Force an issue gonna... that really irritates please me. Please do, please. And and it's personal to my friend Edward to my right. All right, um, this should be interesting. Let's discuss education. Okay. okay. And the lack of it in this country. It's a real problem. And do you think it's solved by what Sanders and and Hillary Clinton are well, proposing about? About, uh, you know, uh, some kind of guaranteed education for free of well, some sort? Well, you know, it, it, yes and no. To, to me, you know, it's funny because last year when we were discussing the idea of free tuition, one of my students, a boy from Yemen, as a matter of fact, and a nice kid who I don't... Who came here legally. <laughs> he did, and his parents, you know, like many Yemenis now who own bodegas all over the city. Uh, Brought to you tonight by a bodega. He, uh, he said... When they talked about making community college free, he had a very insightful comment when he goes, well, community college already is free uh, because none of my students who are going to community college are paying for it. Uh, they all qualify for financial aid. So I think that in that regard, many poor students, so it's not so much for the poorest or the richest, <laughs> but I think the middle, pe- the middle class people are really having a hard time. But that's if you're talking about college education. I'm not talking about you're college. You're talking about lower education. I'm talking about lower education and, and the lack 
of it. It's this is where you get into a little bit of the two Americas, though. You know, because right. if you look at where your kids have gone to school, they're, they're excellent schools. Your your kids got good educations, I imagine. Yeah. No, they did. They did. Right. They're I excellent. mean, I mean, and uh, you know, I, I look at my nieces and nephews who live in the suburbs, and there's nothing wrong with the way that their schooling is going. And you know, look, it does come down to some degree to the taxpayers who can support it in your neighborhoods, high property taxes, paying for excellent schools. I'd go further than that. How I, I don't even That's the blame beginning. the teachers. I'm going to go further that than much. That. I think it's well, we it's, don't have an educational. Why do we teach like it, at home? It, it, it's a big problem. It's a lack of an educational presence in the home. Why? Why is the basic method though for teaching stuff anywhere the same as it was in 1870? That you take these kids and they all gather in a classroom. And the teacher stands up there and teaches it. Well, like, don't you think with software and technology, there would just be a more effective way of educating people? I, I was listening to a TED talk. It's changing. It's about not like that um, a a researcher who basically went to some the middle of India in some village and dropped down a computer and didn't tell him a thing about how to how to use it. When he got back six months, they were all whizzing <laughs> around on it and knew knew what to do. And his point was that if you let just people take, you sort of drop somebody into the... Make it a game. and Yeah, just drop someone into the, the game or into life and make, them, and make them figure it out. And they do. Yeah. And it's very, very... It but was, that is a I lot of... I really re-listen to that. It was really interesting. If you're a teacher and you're spending your time standing in front of a class teaching, today you'll be evaluated poorly. You know, they don't want this, what they call the transmissional approach. They want it to be more transactional. Uh, so... Like there, there is nothing more mind-numbing. From my own experience, too, sitting in a classroom for 45 minutes, right. just sitting there. You're right. And that's why they're saying that that is not considered to be good but teaching. It, but is that so what, what they're doing in so, Korea and in all the other places that well, are in Korea and China, doing absolutely. so well with you know, Because I taught business. in China, and you know, my students were you know, very surprised by the amount of freedom that they had in my class. They were expecting you to just stand in front and well, speak to them. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there was very little student talking in, in those schools, so you're right. But I think today they are trying to move away from that. But going back to, I think, Moose's point is not so much about teaching methods, because you know, like, a, you know, a, a good student's going to succeed anywhere. Uh, but the problem is, is what's going on in, in inner city schools where, you know, poor kids are not, you know, uh, and I tell my kids that their biggest problem is that their classes are too easy, that the region exams shouldn't be hard to pass, but they are. Like, your kids didn't have problems passing region exams. No, they did. What? No, no, that's, that's not necessarily true. But they, it wasn't a question where they weren't going to graduate. They knew they were going to graduate. Right. You know, how many, the percentage of graduates in your kids' schools or in your school growing up was, you know, if you didn't graduate, you either got knocked up or you got mono, or you got knocked up and they said you got no, mono. I know very few people that didn't graduate. Right. So how many people do you know who got knocked up? Well, not enough. And in, in, <laughs> and in our school, which had its first graduating class last year, we were 12 points above what the Bronx had, 71%. All right, so how, how do we address yeah, but what this? Is, what is the reason? Yeah, what, what, so what, what, what are you so doing? What do you, what do you think the reason is why they do so poorly in this? Case? The reason is, is uh, this uh, generation after generation of not having success because uh, we, as parents... 
valued education and started educating our kids the moment they were born, whether it was like, where's daddy's nose, which one is blue, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a study called the 30 million word gap. And by the time a child begins school, a student in a house like yours or mine or middle income or upper income house will have 30 million more words of conversation than somebody in a poor house. So by the time they even get to school, they're so far behind. And that gap continues to widen and widen and widen. Why, and why, why, they, why, why is that? Though? Why, there's why, nobody so? at home who there's knows no what talk. to do. Right. Uh, they don't have that same... Like, but the conversation part, like, it's, not, it's just not silent, right? I mean, there's conversation taking place. It's just less right, words, maybe less it's, not, it's not a conversation... Or it might be sitting in the corner like watching TV. Have. Right. They're That's not like, as don't, engaged don't with their TV. kids. Their parents are younger. Their parents are less educated. No they're less interested. Right. But I sat in Correct. front of the TV, Or they're too. working. Yeah, I did, too. I mean, there wasn't right. a lot of... I wasn't, but like, talking to my mom when I came home from engaged you a lot more. And, again, when with your kids, like, you start educating them as soon as you can. And that's not happening as much. And I think maybe if you really wanted to fix this, you have to tell, like, one generation and sacrifice the ones before and say, we're going to put you in school and we're going to be your parents. We're going to be in school till 6 o'clock and we're going to teach you how to do this stuff. And we're going to do this. We're going to do this for, like, you know, seven years. And after that, it's up to you to teach other people because we're not going to continue it. But you have to change it in a generation. I think until we fix a generation. Like a boarding school situation for these kids? Well, I mean, they go home, but you want their parents then coming into the school. You want it to be like, we're going to teach you. We're going to read to you. Because I'll ask my parents, how many of you when you were kids? To the parents. To the parents? To to the students. And we're going to be your parents, but we want your parents in here to teach them as well. We're going to keep the school open. We're going to, you know. And we're going to teach one generation. And that's going to be it. And then it's and up to you. And generation's got to be humble about it and say, like, okay. You have to do that across the board, across our nation. Right. In inner cities. you got to fix that one generation. Inner cities, rural areas. And rural areas, too. You know, uh, poor yeah, white people in, in Mississippi and West Virginia. Are Galilee, the same Pennsylvania. Galilee. I like that idea. Well, Galilee, I, I, it I was think a that's the only way to really fix it. Otherwise, we're going to keep you, doing the same thing. Possible? It's the same. Is it possible? No. I've been teaching for 15 years, and my students are no different today than they were 15 years ago. I'm mean, getting the same type of student from the same right. neighborhood. Right. There's not an improvement. Uh, I don't even know if technology could fix that. No, you were saying before about school, and we're going to move in that direction about having like students logging in, having a record of their work, smart tests, which see like, oh, you're having problems or with an, this. Or an interactive, if, if, if you gave me as a kid an interactive video that taught math. We do have I that. Would, I, know what, I know what exists now. Like, that would have been so much better than the teacher. And, and we provide about. our kids resources of Brain Pop, Khan Academy. We want our kids going off. We have a lot of computers in our school. The, the things we're talking about, we're moving towards. But if they go home and it doesn't mean a shit after that, right. it's not happening. But that's, Tough but cycle that, to break. But like, that's like, what but, I'm saying. That's the only way I see doing still, it. Like, well, that's why they say poverty is a disease. Right. You have to attack more than they, anything. Yeah. But what is the? But again, what, what, where's the connection down. where the kid? Yeah. The kid is in school. The potential for learning exists, but then you think they go home, and it's just not reinforced. So whatever taught well, in school. Well, that, the parents might be working. No, they, okay. The but parents if, might know, be working. The parents might live in a different country. One, the parents parent. might be in prison. They might not be living with their parents. 
There might be involved in criminal activities. I have kids who have a hard time going home because they're afraid of gang violence. You know, school is not. I get that, but I don't being know how in trouble with Mister Burke for not doing your homework. I think not because a big problem. if you go to school, right, when you can get shot. Right. And, you know, you're going through all of it in school and you're worrying about but other priorities. Getting like out Maslow. getting home. Remember alive. Maslow? Right. You know, it's a much different. Right. You guys remember I'm, Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yes, that's exactly it. Right? Yeah. These kids are down here. That's number 18. So before they can worry about self actualization, right. they got to right. live in a safe environment. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, homeless, I'm just focusing I have on kids the... who work, I have kids who live by themselves. The verbal communication thing at home, and not to play devil's advocate, but honestly, like, I came home from school. And watch television. It wasn't like I, you know, maybe at dinner. Yeah, yeah, right, but did you do your homework? Your parents did not really. Not really. I mean, I did. I did up until about like um, sixth grade, and then I didn't do my homework. It's part of the problem that we're only focused on higher education. Why? Why are we right, not I, as focused I, I, I agree. on? It's stupid. On vocational why can't we have vocational education? We should. I think we should be. If anything, I'd, I'd rather to give that group of people. Subsidies or some way right, to get through the, that. The problem because these is, are skilled workers. That, that's not my thesis. Mostly, no, just we right. should be focusing more jobs, on that. I agree. So that we have there's a whole lot of and, great and jobs. All their jobs are, are overseas fulfill. now, and I think well, maybe, you want to see these blue collar jobs because right. politicians, right. the government, they they gave it away. Vocational training is a great thing, and even shop classes, which they don't have anymore. Uh, you guys had shop classes? Yeah, yeah. Wood- wood- yeah, yeah, yeah. Wood- we had woodworking, metal, electronic. Yeah, well, I was afraid of that metal shop. I was going I almost, I I wish I took that head off. But exposure to it, and for some people who were like, oh, you know, I like this. I have an affinity. Exactly. exactly. And, and one of the problems, one of the reasons I don't like Bloomberg, who we closed all these big schools and have all these little schools now, is my school has existed, this is the fifth year. We finally have an art teacher. We don't have a music teacher. All right. Uh, we don't have anything for shop. Everything is just academic, 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 because nobody has the money in a small school to dedicate the budget to, you know, something that's extra. It's terrible. But it's not really extra. It's not. No, yeah. It's not. Do they have vocational high schools anymore? They do. Mickey Schneer works. Maybe, there. Yeah. He's an auto shop teacher. I don't hear about it anymore. That was where I grew up. There was... Of a Votech school right, right. there, right and, near and the And they closed down because they say, oh, you know, it's because you're, it you're, tracking, you're tracking black and Latino students. Listen, 95% of my students have been black and Latino. I'm not tracking anybody. If I think, Why can't some of these things just be organically happening within our society without us defining it by politics. a decision politics. that somebody is purposely doing this or that? Sometimes and chips fall where they fall. It's the students politics. are from it's different politicians. groups. It's they might the be unions black. protecting they, their turf. I still say though, if you came from outer space and you just looked in terms of like, okay, here's how we teach everybody, and then what is this teaching? Like we sit these kids down from the time they're six to they're eighteen mandatorily, and say you have to do this. And well, what's the point of them doing that? Like what's to come of that? Like I'm not saying you shouldn't get an education, but it's like we would structure it so differently if we were starting brand new. And it just seems to be so much momentum. Yeah, but from the that's past. interesting. That seems like if if that's true, that seems like one of the easiest things for us to reform. But I don't think it is because I think it's such an ingrained ritual I, in all I, of our I, lives. I, going to school in the classroom every day. If, you know, as a matter of fact, at my school, I have a principal who's something about control freak, which is not a terrific thing. But that's mm. another good thing. Point. He doesn't listen. 
she, but she, she, didn't, she didn't go to she was listen. Thanks for telling us that, George and, and, McDonald. And even if she does listen, she knows I she does, I don't. He know loves her. Come on, she knows you can't stand her. She around. knows that I will tell her exactly what I think at any time. And no fear of repercussion. Uh, Look at that man. Uh, Damn it, he's a, Ed's got a lot of write ups down at the principal's no, office. He's tenured, nope. tenured. I tenured. No, oh. there's that. No. Uh, now he belongs to a union. Okay. <laughs> uh, listen, thank God for that. Uh, but you know, uh, we have like your lesson should not last more than ten or fifteen minutes. The yeah. kids should be doing work, uh, and you know. So my classes are generally structured where it's very little time of teacher talking. As a matter of fact, but then what do you do? What are you doing for the balance of the class? Are you I'm, going to teach I'm working with groups today. I say I'm going to work with Group A and Group C, okay. or you know, uh, or you know, just uh, sit around and do nothing. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't what I was implying. No, or that. But <laughs> well, uh, I go outside and but take the, in the, the sun. The funny thing is, is my Get the kids out. <laughs> love long lessons. They're like, they want me to get stay up there and talk. Because it's easier. It's easier and because I'll be honest. That's like the, it's a new film strip. I'm good. You know, uh, they, good. they enjoy what I present. Uh, so there's not too much. As a matter of fact, they wish that there was more of that teacher talk. Mm-hmm. And I think that their education is moving away. And as we do incorporate technology more, we are developing smart tests and right. ways of sort of tracking kids and they can interact. So that's that's cause for optimism then, right? Yeah, that that, listen, do you think every is. kid should have a computer? Uh, absolutely. That, that, that should be supplied to every kid a right. computer. Right. You would think. You know, it's not like it's expensive anymore. Yeah, right. the problem is, is that kids are very irresponsible. Right. You know, well, and, and, uh, super parents, right? And, and let me tell you, there was one time... And, and their parents might sell it for crack. Uh, well, uh, or it could get stolen. <laughs> we had to go there. It, 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 it took us an hour to get There's there. a whole story today about it. It, it could get stolen. We were doing something when I worked at Brandeis High School before Bloomberg closed it down, that son of a bitch. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a thing where we were giving kids computers to take home. Two of them got stolen. So somebody had the idea, well, why don't you make it so they need their thumbprint? And we said, because they're going to cut off their thumbs when they take the computer. Uh, you know, so... Why is saying their parents are going to take it and sell it for crap going there? Oh, just that you... It happens to be, unfortunately, a fact of life. That. Well, listen... Is crack know, still big? A lot of crack still around? All right, crystal meth, All right. whatever it might <laughs> Something. be. Heroines are white people. The drug of white choice. choice right? I, did I mention color at all? Well, you said it after we were talking about the ethnicity of the of the group. We were already See, there oh, around the shy, color. Right. We were already on the color. And there, yeah. my friend, is your leftist Left. bent. Oh, that it actually bends to the right. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're going to get the new Mrs. Pearlstein on the line to verify <laughs> this. Cullen, Whichever way it bends right. is fine. By the way, congratulations. <laughs> I bend. haven't seen you since. Thank you. Uh, thank, yes. you thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you, nonetheless, you, were there. <laughs> you immediately assumed that we were talking about black folks. Because we were talking because about no, Because he, he had... <laughs> well, we he would have said that anyway, but yes, folks. but because we said... I, mean, I would have said it. I would not have said it anyway. Uh, you and your crack jokes. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I should make up. There's an inherent <laughs> racism in the left that thinks that the black population is mentally deficient. Oh, the soft and you're very patronizing to them on the left. The right, whether they're right or wrong, says we're going to treat them as badly as everyone else. 
I'm sorry. Well, what am I being accused of? That worked badly. That worked badly. Be, be. I'm not sure what that logic. I don't know what you just said. I don't know what you just equally. All right. Looking at it from the George Bush thing, the soft bigotry of low expectations. Exactly. Looking at it from your point of view, is that. I mentioned crack, you immediately thought a black person. Only because we were talking about it in the context. But we were also talking about rural folks. Now you just threw rural <laughs> folks once, once in the middle as a joke. And, and, and crack too is sort of an urban <laughs> No, he knew he was going to bring it up later. Right. Yeah. And, ah, you see? And it just so happens, fortunately or unfortunately in New York, that's what the minority population is. They are black folks. And it's... it's listen, Many it's, of them hardworking and don't deserve... The life they've been dealt. It's a problem in this country. That's why when you compare I, our education yeah. numbers to other countries, they don't really make sense. Because countries like Denmark and Finland don't have large yeah, they're seven inner million city they're homogeneous. Poverty, yeah. uh, neighborhoods. So it's easy to control. If we were going to compare our suburbs to, you know, right. Uh, right. then we, our numbers would be right up there. So it's the or, average. Or Chinatown. The other, but the, China, by the way, doesn't even put their numbers in there because they don't want to include all their peasants who don't go to school. Right, who would weight them down to being hot. Would make us look, you know, much better. Wait, China will be part of the foreign policy debate. Well, I think it's still, education is still, uh, you can touch on There's also the thing, you know, at the end of the day with the African-American population is that most of them are the descendants of slaves. And it's like, you can't discount the non-head start they had, sort of being in the back of the line. So the only thing I would be for... Well, what about a, a poor peasant who came from the south Agreed, but they still made a voluntary Same decision and had the gumption in their gut to say, I'm going to go there and try to right. make it, which being is a dragged, lot different than being right. dragged over and you're born into a situation like this. Agreed. So, and, so and I'm and for... Legal 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 thing. You can't really... You, you, you slavery is the well. Here, I don't think you can. I think we need reparations. I because think you have, have economic like reparations, and that's it. I think you have like and you're done. Whether it's tax credits and scholarships, yes. and they're completely assignable. So the government assigns now to an African American family, or they figure out the algorithm of like, here who's your ancestors were, and here's how much you're entitled to because of the work that they provided that you I, never got capital for. I, I don't here's what you get, and now and that's an assignable property right now. They could sell that for seven hundred thousand dollars to somebody. I I don't know. It's hard to. And what, what, to, what is that going to do for them if because they don't writes, have because the only the thing you can write is the economic basis. but you, but it's an economic crime before anything else. If you took these people, they got nothing for their labor. It could be one of their parents was a slave owner, you know. And, you know, Scalia uh, got a lot of well, shit. Got to figure like, out the algorithm. I'm just saying, it's, I know, I, I know, it's I, tough I, to do. Once you start trying, and, and wait, where are you going to get the money from? It's going to be tax credits. Like them? maybe they maybe they don't have to pay income tax, and that's why and I don't like don't pay. But, but, tax. Okay, but, but now they you know they don't have to pay it any. They have, you know if there's a sales. Well, there you know that. affirmative action may be counterproductive. Scalia got a lot of shit for going out and sort of positing. Well, maybe it would be best for a student who's a little further behind to not get an advantage to get into a better school because they continue to lag behind. He probably should. And Gladwell, Malcolm yeah. Gladwell wrote the same thing in his in one of his books. That talked about uh, that it's good to do that it's good to do well that it's you're motivating that you'll well. go further doing well versus shooting for the highest level every single time and it's very, and I don't but know if that's I, ha- not right. I had this debate with somebody this week and it's funny because we both came we both read because we were both coming out from a different position though and mine was similar to yours you'll do well in that school and maybe live a happy life and but being a C student at Yale and not doing well there economically you're still gonna. Be no, off. that was Gladwell's argument. Oh, the really? Person that was, they... she, it was Yale. They used super bright girl, went to Yale, 
but she was very middle of the pack, never got that judge's internship and all that because she was middle of the pack out of Yale Mm -hmm. and had an eh career, whereas the other woman went to University of Maryland Excelled right. at the top. If it's, if it's one woman versus one woman, that's not really a you know, fair sample. Listen, and, well, he, well, and he wasn't. He was. He was giving an example. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes, but, it's but, but I agree with that. I agree argument. with that. But I still think. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes no. it's the messenger and the way the message is delivered. Scalia would have been better suited know, if he didn't use words like slow. And, well, he was going. Right. He was trying to figure out the word to I'm use. I'm just saying that say you know, it, and he didn't know and, what to and use. And Gladwell is somebody that people have general, like you know, a higher regard for throughout. Still the uh, same argument. Though. Yes, I agree. Sometimes the messenger, you know, but he wasn't talking matters. about African Americans generally. He was talking about African Americans that got in, get into college through affirmative action. Right, and, and Gladwell wasn't talking about African Americans. He wasn't he at was all talking right, about right. people. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, you know, I will say that the the way that that Texas and other states have designed things is they're trying to take the color out of it by saying the top ten percent of you know, and maybe there's another hoop. That people could jump through, like the top ten percent who were able to pass this test, can get in. So it's not just like the top ten percent from the more show. of a qualifier to get right. in. Right, uh, but I do think that it does also help to give people more opportunity. And when you're mixing with people, I think that's the you know, the, the more you deal with people, the the harder it is to generalize, demonize, or anything I'm like okay. that. I'm okay that's with that. Very I just true. we got to do it economically though. Like affirmative action should be based on your economic situation. But if you do it by the way they're doing it, that the top ten percent in the high school, that's not a racial thing. That's why they designed it like that. Right. To take the racial no, element that, out. And I totally agree. Anything that's race uh, neutral, I'm cool with. It's going to benefit largely more, you know, right. minorities. But it's not. The, the but it's, not it's not using that term, and, and right. I think that that's why the the goal of that. Maybe there's another step that's needed. And that's what we need to do more in government. Let's say, for example, Obamacare. And people can now, I'm not talking about defending it or criticizing it, but in the past when we had something like Medicare or Social Security, there were problems with it. So they went back to Congress and said, we got to fix this, right. this, and the other thing. That's been an impossible thing to do with Obamacare because Congress won't touch it. To right. fix it, I only that presumes those two things it. are fixed and they're not. That's out of control. It's really uh, two hundred seventeen uh, okay. trillion dollars. But it could have been worse if they didn't do other things while it was, you know, to to make it work more efficiently. Okay. Whether right. you well, agree with it or not, the fact that they didn't do anything, the fact that the that gave us Obama, and, and the fact that only one party passed it, made it that they had to go to the left. And, and or satisfy Joe Lieberman and that guy from Nebraska because they knew that they couldn't. If they really worked together, they could have probably crafted something that would have been. When they work positive. together, you're going to continue to get the budget bill that was just passed. No, that's our biggest problem. You're going to continue to get crap. It's like, insane. No, but stuff that has both, has both people's bad shit in it. Right. They we'll take your bad shit because our bad shit's in it. Right. I need to get some good stuff, so I'll take your bad stuff. And, and this is why Trump is doing well. They're working at crisis. The sequester was a was giving up all responsibility. You know, uh, well, they thought it was so harsh that no one would ever let it just continue. And it's continued ever since. Yeah. You know, it's it's a ridiculous way to run our government on auto control uh, without any, you know, sort of looking at things specifically. Thank God for China. Meaning what? I was going to fix that. China has, it's giving us all our money. Well, yeah, they're basically, yeah, well. Do you they, they, well, they're loaning us money so they could they buy a lot of treasury notes. buy all of our shit and we could buy all their shit, rather. Well, we do. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there's, you know, not to get into an economics issue, there's not enough assets to cover all the debt that exists in the world. And that's that's a problem. 
not enough assets. Well, maybe there's you assets, there's but enough not enough gold capital. And oil I, think, and I think there's much more leveraged property rights than there are actual capital property rights. Uh, that's why China's building more land. I couldn't comment on that. Yeah, they just built an island in the that's, South that's China for a podcast of another color. So who who would you like if you who would you like the least? Who would you not want to be of all the candidates now? Who do you think would be the worst choice to become of everyone that's like been in the debate in last month? Yeah, that everyone still exists. Hillary Clinton. Of all of them, you want Bernie over her? Martin O'Malley, you think would be better? You think? I think anyone. She she is the epitome of a lying politician. If I were you, I get used to saying President Clinton. Yeah, I agree with I, you. I agree with Moose, though. I she may very well be. I, I would go with Bernie Sanders because he's not going to get anything through. I would go with Ted Cruz and maybe As the ben worst Carson. choice. Yeah. The worst, who would you go with as your worst choice? Hillary Clinton. To be the worst one. That would worst she'll one. do the worst person of all. I would I think be, she's just totally untrustworthy. Listen, I. I there's not one I'm going to tell you I she like. She didn't do I, anything as a senator. I can't stand Hillary Clinton. Well, I think she she's a, I think she's, she's just the example of everything I can't stand about politicians. She, 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 she happens she to. Done. Her policies her happen to be more in line with, with what I think. Well, but I just and, don't and want her as the messenger. Who would be Or the, the actor. Who would be the worst? Cruz and Ben Carson would be my two. Ben Carson would be just, he's incompetent. He's not capable of being a sweet dude. He's just not capable. He couldn't even do. Let him operate. What we were discussing with Trump. Trump will bring in other people. Trump has so much pride and wants to win that he would. He would hate to go down. He would hate to go down. Yeah, I like that Ben Carson has the selfie with Jesus hanging in his Black Jesus, you don't. You have one hanging in your house. I I I don't. Uh, The velvet one on the wall. The black art. I don't remember seeing that. No? Uh, my no. problem with Ted Cruz is Ted Cruz has goals? just built his career on saying I'm not going to compromise on basically anything. I'm just going to well because he's he's saying these are my principles and I don't I don't want to compromise. Obama got away with doing the same thing on in his the side. end. He did. He did. Right in the I mean, end. I agree. And I don't like that way either. Okay. <laughs> That's just. Well, I don't want to go down that road. I think anymore. whoever the president will be, no one is going to be happy. No, I'm, I'm be. cynical. I, th- I think we're. In, but, you know, shit. Hillary Clinton... This is, country has been so torn apart that I don't think anyone... But wasn't, like, when, like when, Vietnam, when Vietnam was going on, they said, like, I, it's, for me, it's hard to have, like, an historic um, awareness live, of that. Live the previous yeah, because anytime I've been politically aware, like, even, like, I guess in the 80s is when I sort of became aware, and I was much more liberal then, obviously, um... You know, the Reagan was polarizing. The stuff I feel like always did exist. But Reagan was polarizing, but while there was a group of people that demonized, I think still most people, and I think that, you know, this went through for a while, still supported a president. And right. even And even in the wake of so? 9-11, you know, I think a lot <laughs> of people were behind. 9-11, 9/11 was, was, was a different time push. for a while. I, I think that there still was more respect for the office, and even if you didn't like the person, and even if you really disliked right. the person... Still, it's the president. Well, right. it, it you didn't started have when like they attacked George Bush. Uh, it started with George Bush. I think that, it started with Bill Clinton's impeachment, well, which that, never that should also. have happened. I think it and I think a lot of people on the Republican side did not think that Clinton deserved to be president. They blamed it on Ross Perot, and they treated him fairly illegitimately. So I think it started more exactly, but it didn't bring our government to a grinding halt. There was a Clint, shutdown. There was a shutdown. There was a shutdown. But smart enough to overcome it. He was a better politician. There's no yes. question about it. 
Clinton was a good. I think it's you a may bad not have thing. liked him, but he was a good president. I'd say the same thing about Reagan. I didn't support much of what he did, but I think that he was right. a good leader. It wasn't Nixon polarizing? Wasn't maybe not Ford? Yeah, but you know, Nixon our, wasn't our as polarizing as people and our Congress thought. wasn't really? as polarized. That's what I don't and think he was Congress a president as much. Well, well, I think it was that the Congress would now Congress get doesn't stuff work together. Whether all. you liked it or didn't no. like it, they would try and get right. stuff done. We had liberal and moderate Republicans. We had Republicans elected to the House from New England. We had. Conservative and moderate Democrats. Democrats. We don't even pass uh, bills that they all agree the, on. Now the An infrastructure bill of some sort. They can't even come to terms on something they all agree and, on. And it's that's ridiculous. because a gerrymandering, where districts are now solely Democratic or solely right. Yeah, that process. So and B, you problem. should have term limits. Uh, well, term well, limits would solve that. a lot, a lot of, this. of the problem. And, Get rid of the career politicians. And exactly. gerrymandering, to me, is the most serious thing because right now, fewer than ten percent of House seats are competitive. Right. So and they're not going to be for and, a long. Well, long you know, time. it would take state legislatures. You know, acting in the interest of democracy, which they don't, do. which they're not going to do. They're going to preservation in, 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 uh, partisan politics. Yeah. But but that but that behoves the people that are in the partisan politics now because they keep their jobs. Right. They're so exactly. It's, 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 right. Exactly. Uh, and and to me, that's the biggest problem because no congressperson is worried about appealing to the other to side. It. Right. They're only worried about somebody from the more extreme part. Uh, coming in after them, like Eric Cantor. Right. You know, Losing your job from your own party. Right. In, in so nobody's primary. worried about appealing to the middle or the other side. They're running all the way to the extreme to keep those people primary voters because they know if they get that, but even they won. But even there, like it's so rare because you'll have the party backing you in that election. Right. So you have so many more resources. You it's so rare to get a fat primary. To, but if you touch Obama and you're a Republican... Oh, you're out of office. You know, we're voting against oh, no. you now. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So to ridiculous. me, you can't even make Oh, I'm going to try to make a deal with this other senator. Oh, you and Chuck Schumer, we saw you together. And you it's know, almost like they're I, trying to insult Mark Rubio, the Rubio Schumer immigration bill. Rube, Schum, Schumer Rubio, Schumer Rubio. They're trying to make it Schubio. Yeah, no, that's exactly what he's well, trying I to do. Want to touch which Schubio. is why, Schubio? to me, Rubio would probably be a top. He's the second the, least be, objectionable. I agree with you. I'd be okay if he ended up being a president. So is that how right. you vote? So is Martin the least uh, objectionable? Uh, not always. I voted enthusiastically for Barack Obama. I will vote holding my nose for Hillary Clinton, but I, I, I most likely will. The only Republican I could consider voting for is John Kasich. And being the Democrats' favorite Republican has never been the path to the nomination. Well, he has no chance. I don't like his person. I don't like his way about doing. I don't things like his personality so much, but I, I respect. I could vote for Rubio. I could. I will consider Rubio. I don't like a lot of things that he stands for. And when it comes down to, even if I like somebody better, if I disagree with everything that they want to do or most of what they want to do. Well, I can tell you with I certainty. Smell, I, I smell President Rubio. Party. I can tell you with absolute certainty that I do not like Hillary Clinton. Either the do most. I. She's towards the bottom, and she is just a political animal. But I'm, I'm and she is a liar, and she's just the hubris, and the I just I can't stand her. And, and I mean, you just the whole thing with the, with with the email instead I mean, of Ted Cruz or Donald Trump, uh, absolutely without any question. Say that one more time. He would go I, for Clinton for those two. Yeah, I mean, so you, you'd rather it? have the country ruined. No, I, by I, Hillary Clinton than have it than ruined by, Cruz by Donald Trump. Trump. I don't think Donald Trump is going to save this country. That's where you and I would disagree. I think Donald Trump would be terrible for this country. My curiosity's peaked. I have to admit it. I don't know what he would be able to do, but I, I, I would be. I would love to just be able to see it happen and go back and see. An what we should have done universe, it. Right? Yeah, like it would be a great movie. 
You know, there's or something to be said. What do you or, what do you put the odds of? right now? Okay. We'll go around. Like, what do you put the odds are that there is a President Trump? So can I start? So odds that he's the Republican nominee? No, odds that he's the president. I'm he just going to go through it. Let, let me just walk through it. I okay. think it's probably about thirty percent that he becomes the Republican um, nominee, mm-hmm. something like that, and winning against it's going to be Hillary Clinton. Then it's like 50-50, right? Yeah, it's a, it's, he's got a 45-46% chance okay, of So winning. about a 12% chance then of being president. And yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I, I think that it's Something higher like than that. that. Right, I agree with that. I think it's about a third. That, for, the, a third for the nomination? Three. No. Oh, to, to become president? Listen, I think that... You think he'll got, lose 67 look, 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 listen, right now, I think that, you know, I've followed... Political elections. I've read all the Ted Theodore White books. I don't know if you guys know who he is. You read all of the course. making of the president books. Of course, because he's rich. Of course, he's rich. rich. It was Champions. Ted Theodore Black. Richie Rich is uh, my icon. I read the book by a man named Theodore Black. The Hunter S. Thompson, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail, 1972. And I would say that right now, unless really crazy things happen, Trump stands a very, very good chance of winning the nomination. And then I think that he's got a slightly so more, less more than fifty percent. You think? Uh, no, because there's too many people in it. But, okay, so but give, me he, not, give me a number. But maybe somewhere, you know, forty percent. Okay. And then I think if you get there, you know, he's got to be slightly less than fifty percent chance. Well, he's going to He's not going to win the Latino vote, but you'd be there's surprised. There's that whole centrist vote. The middle of the pack that who so you've, the got, you've got him at 20 percent then. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure what that would something come in out there of. though. But he's, I think that he's got the second best chance of being president. I agree with you. The way I see it, well, that Hillary is the Cavaliers. She's getting to the finals, and the Republicans are the Western Conference, and we don't know who's coming out. Right, exactly. but nonetheless, the Cavaliers have earned their way. Uh, I don't think you could say that. Hillary, Hillary's not out there working. She I mean, no, she's been coronated. I don't know about that. Well, as as I, the, the candidate, I wouldn't go as far as coronation, but the fact that she was a first lady, right, and that and that you know that is sort of her entree into politics. It's almost this. And we talked about this on another episode. It's almost this really anti-feminist concept in a way. Yeah, but, that how but she got like to where she was. It's not like she was a housewife when she went in. She was. She's no, a of course not. Yeah, she wasn't involved in politics uh, in our for not. many years. Which is why she's so, in the position she's it, in you know, now. It's she's different. a political hat. She's, I, I think, <laughs> she I, is. I'll tell you this. Yeah, I don't see how you could argue. I, I think she's a really bad politician. at this point. I, I'm not arguing that Hillary Clinton is wonderful and she could be the best candidate ever. I think she has strengths. I think she has weaknesses. But I'm going to vote for somebody who Whose policies I agree are more with, in line with your, your than somebody who I almost disagree with on every single I thing. I will tell you this. I think it's 50-50 at this point between her and Trump. In a, in a caveat a, in a head on that head. if there is a terrorist attack, right. Trump will win 90% of the vote. In the interim, and become the president. Ninety percent of the vote. It'll be the greatest landslide ever. It's the biggest I, vote. I think it It'll will. Be It'll be a disaster, disaster for Hillary. I think Clinton. it will. You see, the thing that does bother me well, I don't think it'll be that extreme, but I, I no, understand. No, he'll get 70% no, of the No, this country is 45-45. Right. With the no matter who right. runs, okay. it's Democrat or Republican. It's, it's crazy how it works out like that. It's 45-45, and the Democrats it's have an electoral mass set up advantage. Yes, it is. Which can be you know, not insurmountable, but the Democrats do have an electoral the Democrats advantage. start with the advantage. I'm telling you, if there's another terrorist attack, Trump will be the president. Depends on the scope of the terrorist attack, you know. Uh, it's 
Right. It right. will clearly help them. One or two people die. I don't know if no. it does. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if it necessarily. And does. people might think that I don't know. Trump will just throw us into war. Right. Or maybe I, to, maybe to you bomb know. The no, shit out of them. No, actually. No, he doesn't want to send troops. But he has said we'll bomb the shit out of them. So, bro, Vlad. So do you really Pro-Vlad, care? Do you really Putin. care if he bombs the shit out of them? Yeah, because I don't think that helps us. I think that that makes you know. We also have to realize that in this war. We are creating. It's a weird war because as you kill the enemy, you're still creating more. It's yeah, I like get that, but you can't. Well, what's your that, argument that right, they never kill? Yeah, like, no, no, I get that. That's a conundrum, but right. it's an unfortunate fact. But I'm just saying fact. that. So we go, and then it's like those motherfuckers killed my whole family, and they're never going to forget it because you know here was somebody just living or their life. Like, don't fuck with these guys; they'll kill you. That's and not the way it goes. Or there hasn't been, but, but it's not like you know we've. We Listen, you know, you, really you, you, you can nuke from Morocco to Pakistan and, you know, solve it that way if you want. So what about you? I don't think you answered that. Did you answer the No, I'm, I'm, with, I'm, I'm about in like the 12 to 15 percent odds. And who do you give the greatest odds of winning? Hillary Clinton at this point. Right. To be the president, I would, I would put her, give like her at 70. 40 percent. I mean, like to win the nomination. Like, She's 100 percent to win the nomination. Yeah, I would Just put her like remember 40%. the Cavaliers lost last year. Well, I understand that. But they'll get to the finals this year. Which I'm surprised about. I'm surprised. Well, I'm surprised going to be the candidate run. for the Democrats. I was expecting no one's going to uh, support Bernie Sanders. Would run too. There must be some shit. I think he's just and tired and older. I don't. Yeah. Hey, Bernie. Tired, will, Bernie has pulled Hillary over to you know take more leftist yeah, positions. Now, big deal. And you're right; she'll run to and the center. Those, yeah, when those. When which those, is, by the way, what Nixon always said: you run to the extremes during the primaries and run to the center during the general. And you know, Nixon was a good politician. But I guess that's. Do you feel that a Hil- Hillary Clinton is as extreme in her views? Her per- not forget what you think about her as a person and as. Right. A, do you think her her politic her uh, her policy is as extreme as uh, Cruz and 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 those? Yeah. The other, no, the problem is. Do you Hillary, think she's as far to the left Hillary as someone Clinton like has Cruz? No views. Do, right. Oh, and in terms of political scale. in terms of policy, um, maybe not. I think she's a political. I think she would do anything that's politically she's advantageous for her. Oh, that I agree with completely. So I don't. So I don't but she has no her, She's a politician, which is what she is. But if right. you looked at her. But she wrote down what she really would like to do as the president. And gonna, I don't know what that is. I think we have some ideas. Fairly, and, and I would say I, I, I that she's probably yeah, but, but she's, a little left of her husband. It's just what's popular, it's, it's what's popular with her base. I don't think there's any... Which I guess, okay, that could be the, the thing. Then she's not as, I guess... Um, as far to the right as Cruz is. But then I would I would say, well, Cruz is probably more principled than in his concept of what I he believes Cruz in than Hillary is. Hillary principled when he wants to be principled. I think Cruz is a self-promoted. He's a politician. No, I'm not, not saying whether the principles but are right or wrong. Yeah, I no, no, I, I, I'm saying I think his principles are, you know, in some ways... He's probably been true to him for... I don't, I don't think he's flip-flopped as much as most of them have. Well, he, he's done some, and he's also, a lot of it is just knowing who his audience is Right. And playing to that. Yeah, he's a bright so, guy. He's so the idea that. that when politicians are criticized for being political, I think it's and kind of he, funny. By sometimes. the way, he's right. shown <laughs> you know, like, like, to being funny. funny. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> so I, I think that, you know, we have to expect that. I think that. But will he show us his birth I think that would be what would be most. In, no. He was born in Canada. Uh, I think what would be most instructive for Hillary is Bill. I think that she's probably a little bit. More left. He's she probably That's partly why she bothers me. I don't want him back too. Like, he's I don't back there. You know, it's like he said. Like he said the first time, you got one. He's been laying low through this whole thing. But I think that he won't be. He's not going to be doing the same stupid shit that he did before. I don't think. 
I don't think Clinton is. I don't think that Bill Clinton is. You mean going, banging twenty-two year old yes. Jewish girls? I don't think that that's going to happen. I, I, I mean, I have no idea whether they will or won't. It's not even about that for me. It's just about this whole. Just, just we deserve this. And I think we're, that, can I, I, we're royalty. My take I, on the Clintons, I like having them there. Actually. My Clintons on my take on the Clintons is that they're just sort of like they're in it as a game. Like to me, there's no real principle at the end of the day. It's exactly. like it's about power. It's about money. It's about yeah. personal accomplishment for them. You don't no, think which they to me, love Obama's this a little bit different. Like Obama, no. at least. I don't see in that really? same light. No, I think Obama is more principled Absolutely. than they are they in terms like of what, is, what his principles are. Yeah. And, that, and that scares me more than, than they would because at least they're going to be sort of, you know, um, I guess motivated I, by how, things that are more middle of the Well, that's road. how I felt about Rubio. It's the same thing mm-hmm. with Rubio versus Cruz. Rubio, at least, you put him back into a, uh, out of this. There's a fine tuning mechanism. You know, out of these, uh, the, the primaries. Mm-hmm. We'll move back into the middle. There's a fine tuning. with people and do the Schumer mm-hmm. Uh, you do yeah, the deal because they'll test you know, it and put holes well. Yeah, exactly. exactly. In the role Whether it's John Kasich or Mark Rubio, uh, you know. You like to call him by his Americanized name, Mark. Marco Rubio, yes. You're right. I like, uh, you know, my favorite politicians like Bob Corker, senator from Tennessee. Oh, what a mistake he made, though. Uh, on the procedural thing with the Iran agreement? I, I don't know what happened with that, but I'm saying, but here's a guy, like, when I see him, it's like, let me hear what he has to say. Because I feel like I'm not just going to get a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, there's a handful. We used to have a Senate full of people like that who were more concerned about their country than their party. And I think that Well, you used to have conservative Democrats. And, you and, don't mod- have and moderate Republicans. Well, we had Jacob missing. Javits in New York. And we had Sam Nunn. Why would he right. have guys like that. Man, pre- since the president's not going to be able to affect anything. It would be great if you could just hit a reset button and just be like, okay, here it is. All you guys, everyone who's in office right now is got you're, you're just bring a whole you can't. Oh, yeah. you held you can't. And just, too. we only want people that are like, I think, only, I think one of the most. If you started brand new, it would be so amazing what would get done. Howie and I said this right at the beginning when the whole Trump, convention. The whole Trump the thing was starting up. Right. It's like, th- that's going to happen. I think that politicians and our whole political class gives themselves a little bit too much credit about how much their smarts and knowledge of everything gives them such an advantage over another person. Another bright individual, even a Trump, you don't think he could go in, get a bunch of smart people to tell him what the fuck is going on in this part of the world, that part of the world, and be up to speed. I don't think you have to have been doing it for the last 30 years to have logic and common sense right. and to have, make decisions. Especially if you have two people with opposing views and you, and you bring them in and you listen to them. Like, okay, you go. You go. Tell me why. Well, you'd be more likely to do that if you weren't a right. career politician. Right. Right. Yes. Was, right. Well, you'd be just, more think, likely. That's not how Washington works. No. Well, it's also that, been hard you know? for a president because people come in to talk to the president and they want to tell the president what the president wants to hear. It's like this there is subtle that. pressure I'm that, sure that is that's that, that what the military read. did. But do if, that. but if the president said, "I'm bringing you and I'm bringing this other guy who right. opposes your view in," and listen, it's I don't want you to kiss my ass. I'm, I want you to be like on your game and tell me why you think the way you think. I think they'd be. Good. It'll all work fine as long as everybody's in the same position. Where I'm just here for eight years to do something and move along. Right. Right. I'm counting on you to give me the. Way. Well, that's why you have senators who have been there forever. You have congressmen. It's their job. These warring it's their jobs. jobs. And, and by the way, I think in our lifetime, and then they become a lobbyist. We've only really no. had or uh, three presidents who, if you wanted to say, were prepared for the job, because you know with the experience that they right. had, and that would be Nixon. You could say he was prepared because of his time as a vice president and other things sure. that he did. Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, 
and George H.W. Bush. Correct. Uh, as right. people who the were first like, Bush for you, 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 there was you a feel like they came in. The last and, successful and, wars we and, ever had. And they knew, was, was that and they knew how the uh, government right, right. worked. And you could argue that pretty much everybody else who has come in, well, I'm a, you know, a, a supporter of Obama. I voted for him twice. Uh, first time very enthusiastically, the second time easily. Was, yeah, yeah. Easily. I didn't know that. Uh, I can't be friends with you anymore. You love me, Moose, and you know it. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, the, the, the argument that he was green and was in over his head, completely fair. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. But so and it shows. But, and I, even when no, you're prepared, you're not prepared. The, I think right. one of the most interesting takeaways from this conversation is that term limits would solve a lot of we're the things we were just discussing. I think so. A lot of these problems well, would, what I like is like would we're be rising reversed. Above, we're rising above changed. the issue itself to like the systemic cause of why that issue Well, we do need to fix place. that because, like I said, our politics fundamentally it, what's it, wrong with our it's system. It's too uncivil. Yeah, it's exactly and so correct. we bring civility back to our politics. And wouldn't you have human beings motivated have by integrity the to be in that position and say, okay, this is what I'm doing for four years, two years, whatever. Like and, and I'm doing it for this reason. Like I can't believe we can't find 435 people. Well, plus also now you know something. They're so swept up in. They have to constantly be out campaign. there because it's their job. And on the phone, funds, raising money from raising everybody money. because it, it's their job. You know, there shouldn't be a, a billion or two billion, whatever it is, spent on a presidential. No, you should be like, I'm here for four years. A lobbyist comes in and says, hey, I want you. I'm going to give you money. I'm gonna give you it like, should be here. I, you get, I don't care about your money. It should be three months, two to three months long. The, you get allocated well, it's like in England, X it's amount, like six weeks. You know? And every, and every meeting you have, other than national security, is videotaped. I mean, it's ridiculous. If cops do it, videotape every. If I was a politician, I would, I would be like, I'm going to YouTube every fucking meeting I have. Everybody's if, in a paradigm. If it was in this paradigm of we're just here to do good, no one would give a shit. No one give a shit. I want you to see that. It's not that though. It's backroom games exactly. to try and just keep your job. Well, you know, an interesting thing that could have happened during this election cycle is if Joe Biden had said. Uh, announced for president and said, I only am going to serve for one, one term. All I care about is doing X, Y, and Z, getting this done. I'm not looking it's to get reelected. Biden. 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 Because, right. you know, right. he's old he enough. Done it. It he could have said, right. you know, I want to finish the agenda of the Obama-Biden administration. Cheney couldn't have won an <laughs> election, though. No. No, uh, you know, unless he, like, wore the dark Vader. He thought he was going to be dead. Out now. You yeah. never know. I don't think Cheney could have won an election. Probably no, I don't not. think he could have either. Not especially not in 2008, which is when he would have had it run. Right. I mean, I think, uh, and that's one of the reasons he got the job was because he didn't have the political ambition. Right. And, and I think right. time, that's gentlemen. one of the reasons Obama picked Biden because wow. he thought yeah. he'd be too old to have political ambition. Interesting. All right. Let's. Well, bring I think this we're going to limits. That's what the... a civil conversation, you know. I was really expecting to have just a Trump fest with you boys and just. Now we got into that though a little but, bit. You know, that's the we whole all came out with consistent odds from being president fest. between twelve and twenty percent. You know, what we've had it's kind of amazing that it's even that. But this. Yeah, but you know, look, he's not what? a dumb guy. All right. Perot was nowhere even near where Trump is now. Yes, he was. He got, he he got, got an independent. He got nineteen yes, percent of the vote. But Pro, and if he Pro, had the summer before down, the election was more. winning. They Probably. were doing polls, and Perot was winning. He was. Plus, he had a wackadoodle for vice president. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was general. Admiral, 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 Admiral. Okay, <laughs> one more question: Who will Trump if he gets nominated? Who would he pick as his vice president? Well, he's grooming Omarosa, Ivanka. He just wants to sleep. It'll be a show. Right, he'll do it. No. He's gonna get in, not NBC. I, I know, know who I, wrong did. I have a, a name Senator Jeff Sessions of Alabama. You mean someone who's got some credibility with the, the okay? I'm with the, I could be, I could live with that. Senator Jeff Sessions of Alabama, 
if he really or, or how about if he really or wanted, Omarosa, uh, if he really Joe, wanted to be president, Joe Plummer, <laughs> Joe Lieberman, Joe Lieberman, Joe Joe the Plumber. No, Joe. What about Lieberman? Lieberman wouldn't do it. But he's too he's going to get Sheriff Arpaio. Lieberman wouldn't run as Trump's vice president. Lieberman disgusts me. Really, See, it's too yeah. bad because I think if Trump had his choice. He would pick a Democrat to be his vice president. That's why I think, well, I that's why I think Lieberman would be well, a good choice. I think he is, in many ways, a Democrat. In, in many, is. many ways. In terms he's of the, he's yeah, very pro-life. I'm very pro-life, he says. But look, he's been very he's honest about very it. Very bad. What's your favorite quote from the Bible? Well, I like I, them all. I, I love what he says. <laughs> I am the least I don't racist give a, person you know. I don't the least give a damn. How do you make it? I have the world's about the Bible. best memory. Well, I agree But I can't remember where I saw those videos, and I can't remember reading that report. Well, did you see Alan's post where there's doctor's note, where the doctor spoke like I can tell you unequivocally that if elected president, he'll be the healthiest president. Ever elected. It's like, astonishingly why? excellent. And you use although, the word unequivocally. Although last year when <laughs> I, I had my know, physical, my doctor he, did call me a fantastic specimen. So, so you when, run. When, you uh, run for that money. When when Trump's doctor was squeezing John Quincy Adams' balls and asking him to cough, <laughs> he said, Where's he was the other analyzing. Why do you think they call him Quincy? <laughs> he said, Where's the other one, John? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have there been any presidents with one testicle? Uh, there's been rumors, but don't we know. don't know. It's uh, I, Benjamin Harrison. I would pick mm. Benjamin Harrison. <laughs> Got to old one ball. Yes, we remember old <laughs> one ball Harrison, the bartender <laughs> for Sex in the City. Didn't he have one? Uh, oh, yeah, the guy that married Miranda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine what Steve, mayoral Steve. politics one would be Steve. like today at Swago. <laughs> but Steve made his way into the podcast. What would mayoral <laughs> politics be like at Swago? Well, what? What's May- that? Mayoral well, politics. I was going to start. Swago. It's funny because earlier I was thinking about ways to start. Story. No ways to start this three podcast mayors. off. So I, we had three, three mayors. So I was going to sort of try and get into a little bit of a joke about: Did you run on? Building a wall around Swago. No, I ran on chocolate pudding for Andrew. You did Luger. okay. It wasn't to keep and all a the keep all of the Kalashekton yes. people out. You weren't like no. putting up walls. Who did you for bringing them in? Who yeah, did you, you beat? I don't. I don't remember. I don't think anybody. <laughs> <wanted> <laughs> <to> <laughs> ran, he ran like no, a, someone uncontested. Who did you beat again? Noodles. Oh, that's a big that's a tough one. That would have been a tough one. I had one. a very easy election campaign. You that's ran the against only Donald reason I ran and Brad Kushner. I was a first-year right. senior. Kushner. I didn't know he had political aspirations. I, I, I was a first-year <laughs> senior. And, 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 and I remember seeing Tanzer and Kushner running. And Ed won. And I said, <laughs> and, and took the, I said can first-year seniors run? And they said, yes. I go, then. Screw it, I'm running. I could beat these two guys. There's nothing in the bylaws. Ed, the first year. Ed swept the cadets. It, it, I, I, first time in history it was in, that all the cadets <laughs> voted for one candidate. Was it a candy bar? Was it a candy bar? Uh, was lollipops. No, I, my, was it a primary or a caucus? No, I mean, it was cadets. just uh, an opportunistic uh, way of saying, I could beat these two guys. Nice. I think I spoke to him. He was like, you want to run? He's like, no. It's like, then I'm going to do it. You know, we... Uh, well, it's only appropriate that three mayors from Swago are here talking about You know, we have, have the experience. Go deep. We have the experience. We go back to when yeah, we were cabinet meetings got, got quite heated. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> I, I think we should redo this again. Absolutely. After the first primaries uh, begin mm-hmm. and, and things Certainly. start to take shape. We, we, can, make, we can make it a monthly. No, I, I, I agree. I like I like this format. The this next time, the foreign policy. I just wanted to bring in a little swago, you know. At the no, end. no, it's easy to All do. Right, it's been a Brought to you once again by Swago Cologne. Smell, Smell like a legend. Smell like a legend. Which one? You won't tell. Where are we?